Welcome to Beat Old Soul. Uh, <laughs> is this the intro? This is ah, uh, this is going to be probably the worst episode of If You're an Old Soul, the most chaotic. But l- let me just do the intro like I would do it, okay? Hey, welcome to Beat Old Soul. Speedy, the old phrase of the day is "ookie." Ookie. That means it could be "ookie." Mm. I guess it's "ookie." Ookie. Okay, because if it was "ookie," I was gonna say disgusting. Yeah. Well, I think it does mean that. Uh, and we'll get to why in a second. We are talking about Wednesday today as one of our topics, so that's why I used a lyric from the Adams Family theme song. But Speedy, let me introduce our special guest. He is one of my closest friends, biggest enemies, and he's also my co-anchor. No, co-worker. He's a sports anchor at our station, and he liked Wednesday, convinced me to watch it, and then Speedy did not like it. So I wanted one person to be here who also <laughs> liked the show, and that is one Nick Rothschild. I guess this proves that you're supposed to keep your enemies close and your friends closer. No, I got that backwards. Your f- well, what would Wednesday say? Wednesday, Frenemies? Wednesday would say keep your your enemies close. And your friends far away. She doesn't have any friends. Well, now she has, she has one friend. Unfortunately. Spoiler alert. Speedy. Um, Whoa. Ookie is, is from... <laughs> we argue a lot. He's in person. Speedy's in L.A. We're going to have really good energy the whole episode. Am I right, Speedy? That is correct. That was me trying to be Wednesday-ish from the two episodes that I saw. Did it work? We are going to have so no. much fun, Danny. <laughs> that was a terrible Wednesday. Thank Speedy, you. we've known each other a whole 35 seconds, and I believe I, I am comfortable enough to tell you that was an awful Wednesday. <laughs> and in true Wednesday fashion, I'm so pleased that you've insulted me. Thank you. Speedy's the opposite of Wednesday. You're like an incredibly nice person who would compliment anyone to make them feel better. Uh, you know what? I would say I'm Wednesday on the inside, but uh, opposite on the outside. And so you're, wait, our friendship's a lie? You're actually a really mean person? Ooh, who's to say? We Isn't made it to transition into shrinking. <laughs> Nick, you come in here for a minute, and now I'm like doubting our whole friendship. I thought you were like the nicest person on the planet. I, I guess that's why you don't like Wednesday, because she's living the life that you wish you could. If you're a dark soul. If you're a dark, you're dark soul, soul. Speedies, uh, <laughs> she's going to get a spinoff podcast about how she's actually more mean than she is old school. Okay, so Uki is from the Adams Family theme song from the 1960s show that lasted two seasons. They say, they're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together, Uki, the Adams Family. Da, 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 da. Da, da. Now, according to Urban Dictionary, that means... Um, creepy and scary i've just never heard anyone ever say ookie ever but you know i wasn't alive in the 60s so if you're an old soul at gmail.com if uh that's a word that people ever use or it was just like a forced rhyme for the chorus of the <laughs> theme song what do you guys think is that a real word people use ookie i'm speedster my my vote is that it was a forced rhyme but it's so onomatopoeia e that just instantly everyone went along with it you know Ookie. Yeah. Sounds gross. It clearly sounds spooky. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's like short for spooky, right? Ookie. I, it's just another way of saying spooky. Then they needed a rhyme because they had already used spooky and kooky. What are you gonna do? Ookie. So that's our old <laughs> phrase of the day is ookie, not ookie. That's our old phrase of the day? Oh god. Another problem is that Nick actually listens to our podcast. This is the first <laughs> time we've had someone who listens on the podcast. So 
you could like correct me on things I do wrong. I have notes. You have notes on the podcast? I have copious notes. Can you give me like one? That's supposed to be the old word of the day, not the old phrase of the day. If no, it's, it's a, old phrase of the day. Then you should have picked a phrase. Uh... This show is ooky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get to Wednesday and why Speedy didn't like it and why Nick and I did, I want to quickly talk about the Rock and Roll of Fame because this past week they announced their nominations. Uh, now, uh, the reason I wanted to talk about Man is because Kate Bush apparently is like almost a lock now to make it. When she had been nominated before and wasn't going, she never made it before. But all of a sudden, like, Stranger Things makes one of her songs blow up. And now she's, like, apparently now absolutely going to make it. And Nick is wearing his Hellfire Club sweater right now. Funny story about Kate Bush. Uh, last week at work, I overheard a conversation asking between two reporters, asking if Kate Bush was, like, a current artist or no when when that song came no, out. No, <laughs> no. First of all, no song in Stranger Things has come out in the last right, which years. Th- that is the initial reason why I laughed. But the fact that they were like, is Kate Bush, like, a new artist or... Now, listen, yeah. if you're an old soul, uh, welcomes all souls. Uh, we just like to talk about things in an old soul way. So we're not here to make fun of anyone who didn't know that because it actually makes me giddy to get to explain things to people because they usually don't care. Like, Speedy and I uh, love Kate Bush. We famously, on my 22nd birthday party in college, uh, scared the crap out of everybody screaming Kate Bush at a karaoke party on my birthday. So this has always been, like, an artist that we love, and it's so weird for us that now, like, in, like, one year she's gone from someone only I thought we talked about in America, not in England, in America, and now she's, like, a rock and roll Hall of Fame lock. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful day <laughs> to be an old soul. So, Surely. Speedy, are we are we allowed to be like, okay, this is gonna sound weird. I'm trying to phrase this right. Because when they dropped the video of their nominations, they led with her song, and like Cindy Lauper is one of the nominations, so like she has more famous songs than Kate Bush, but they led with running up that hill. So I guess my question is, is this like pandering? Are they trying to get young people to care about the Rock and Roll of Fame? Obviously, we both think she deserves to be in there. It's just like, it happens to be this year. So Speedy, is this one of those things where it's like, we're just thrilled she's getting in, doesn't matter why? Or it's like, okay, I see what you're doing, old people Hall of Fame. (laughs) Well, yeah, like you're saying, if they started with her song... And it just happens to be popular now. That does feel a bit like, come on, young kiddos, care about these old people. Um, but right, but I'm happy for her regardless. She does deserve it. It makes me sad that it is taking a new fad to get her in. But you know what? Uh, the end result is good. And so it we was good. Person. And so it was very good. So uh, these are not the finalists that are getting into the Hall of Fame. These are the nominations, and then people vote on it. There's like a whole voting process, but there's also a fan vote, and we're going to get to the the current leaderboard of the fan vote because like the top five somehow get like better chances of getting in somehow. But I first, I'm going to read off that. people who are nominated. They factor in the will yeah, of the people. They will. The, yes, the will of the people. <laughs> um, and we, I was thinking that we could do our voting now, but then I thought like that would get too personal. So. Because <laughs> we could vote while recording the podcast. I thought we weren't doing any politics. And that's why we're not going to do it. Because we don't do politics. We're both in local news. We're not allowed to. So, 
Okay, so I've separated all the nominees into categories, and I will read them now for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. First category, the people that are famous enough but are not rock and rollers at all, but they let Madonna in, so I don't see why they have to turn them down. And that's George Michael, Cindy Lauper, and Missy Elliott. Uh, we just learned three seconds ago that Nick apparently loves George Michael. Is that really true? Well, how is George Michael not already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I agree. I think every year they do this thing where they're like, are you a rocker? I'm not sure. But like, I keep saying, like, you guys put Madonna in. So like, why not? He wore leather pants in the Faith music video. That's pretty rock and roll. You don't have to prove that you like George <laughs> Michael. We believe that you like George Michael. You know, like, I know what he wore in the Faith video. So. No, I'm just saying, like, if you if your problem with George Michael as far as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame goes is he wasn't rock and roll, like, what's more rock and roll than leather pants? Okay. That is a good point, and I have nothing to argue with you on that. He does wear leather pants, and rock people do wear leather pants. Uh, Speedy, do you have any thoughts on Cindy Lauper, George Michael, or Missy Elliott that you're feeling strongly about? Um, just that they all seem extremely worthy, and to me, I disregard the rock and roll in the title. There, it really yes, is the it's music over, hall of fame, and anybody Thank who's had you. a significant impact in our musical history uh, deserves a place. And these are all wonderful people. So, what can I say? The uh, no, I think we all agree with you on that. The whole rock and roll thing is just semantics at this point. Is Kate Bush still alive? Yes. She just hasn't toured in a long time. But I think she might now, maybe. Did I make that up? Did I make that up? I think you might have made it up. I think I made that up. Did you yeah. just kill Kate Bush? I No, no I did not. <laughs> She's alive. I just, I know she was going to maybe tour. I don't know. I know Adele loves her. So like modern artists love her. Okay. The next category. The people that are rockers, so I guess we better let them in because we need to have some since we're technically the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Regardless of whether they deserve to be in there or not. Uh, the White Stripes, Rage Against the Machine, and Sheryl Crow. All people who rock probably all deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, I guess. But like, because they're all like actual rockers, they gotta let some in. Like the White Stripes... How many albums did they actually have? Right, They weren't like... Well, is Jack White in the Hall of Fame already? I don't think so. This is his first show. Again, how is he not in the Hall of Fame? Because there's like a 25-year thing. You have to, you're, oh. It has to be 25 years since your first album. And Rage Against the Machines hasn't got on. Or Rage Against the Machine, they've been nominated a couple times now and haven't gotten in. They obviously should be because they're like a very specific rap rock genre. You know, they're very influential. They have the last song in the Matrix movie, you know? <laughs> People like them. Yeah. Yeah, but Speedy, do, would would Rage Against the Machine even want to be in the Hall of Fame? I feel like that would be anti what their sort of vibe is. <laughs> That's true. That might actually harm their legacy. So, yeah, I don't know. They um, definitely want to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, okay? <laughs> Iron Maiden is on the ballot, okay? They don't seem like a band that would want to be in No, there. but like Rage Against the Machine is like famously anti-establishment. Right. What's more establishment than a literal building of Hall of Faming? Because it's not the Rock and Roll of Fame, it's the Pop Music Hall of Fame. And obviously, Rage Against the Machine wants to be in that, the Mainstream Music Hall of Fame. Should we just start calling it that? <laughs> the Mainstream Music mainstream Hall of music Fame. Mainstream Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think they probably could use the press. Who's talking about Rage Against the Machine anymore? And I'm an old soul. You know, 
Yeah, well, we're not. The answer is that we, we're not right, talking we're not. about them. That's true. This is the first time. This is their inaugural reference on our podcast is Rage Against <laughs> the Machine. Okay, next category. Uh, people who have been influential for a long time but aren't rockers, but, like, everyone loves them. And, again, you let Madonna in, so, like, come on. Uh, and that's <laughs> Willie Nelson, who's 89 and still is not in. But they just let Dolly Parton in, so it's like, all right, guys. Oh, my gosh. Come on. That's insane. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you? Why did, He plays an instrument. He should get in there. How many, how many people instrument? these days play instruments? Right. I think we had talked about this maybe on a previous episode, but if you are a famous artist and your music has influenced people that are already in the Hall of Fame, it is a crime that you are not already in the Hall of, Hall of Fame. God, she's good. That's my co-host. That's yeah, but oh, in the same vein... Uh-oh. Like... <laughs> Not all of Joe Montana's receivers are in the Hall of Fame. Sorry to take this to a sports route, Speedy, but like that's not what she's saying. She's saying that like, oh, like if if Jerry Rice and all the right receivers got in the Hall of Fame, then Joe Montana should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, no, yeah. She's saying, Speedy, you don't listen like sports. Speedy, <laughs> Speedy, do you think Joe Montana should be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah. She's saying, you know, what she is saying is, so okay, so Kobe uses a lot of MJ's moves, right? He does the fadeaway, like. If Kobe is in and all he did was copy MJ, then MJ should be in. That's what she's saying. Like so the influencers should be copycats in. Copycats should not be in the Hall of Fame. No, she's saying no. if the copycats <laughs> copied and then did something with it, but the person they copied obviously was really good because they copied them, then they should be in the Hall of Fame. Like Willie Nelson. Like you wouldn't if you if you did the 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 family tree of like folk and country music, like you wouldn't have Taylor Swift if we didn't have Willie Nelson at some point. Like, that's what she's saying. Well, like, technically, you wouldn't have anybody if you, like, didn't go all the way back to wherever he was. But you're saying Mozart from. should be in the Hall yeah, of Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Why did I let him come <laughs> do this? You're not going to find a way for Speedy to not say that Willie Nelson should, like, well, I, too many double negatives there. Speedy wants Willie Nelson in the Hall of Fame. I do. Also, I, I really felt like I was uh, in the UN for a second. And you were a dignitary from some other nation trying to communicate with me. And Danny, as my trusted translator, was facilitating our conversation. There was no way I could respond to you, Nick. There was no way. It wasn't about, like, Russian uranium. It was about sports. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Also in that category, Warren Zevon, who, like, he sings werewolves in London. Like, ah, Boop, boop, boop. Do, 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 do. Everyone loves him. He's Remember like how, Billy Joel how Kid Rock there. famously uh, used oh, yeah. that song in his song? Uh, so Kid Rock should be in the Hall of Fame. No, Kid Rock should not be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but his name is Rock. <laughs> but he's only Kid Rock. Ooh, what about The Rock? The Rock is someone I'd vote for more than Kid than Rock. Kid Rock. Um, tri- Tribe Called Quest, uh, who, oh. I, who I love. Tina has bought two of their vinyls. They are very influential. And again, I don't know what rock is, so they should be in there. Because if we're going to include everybody, then they have to be in there. Also, the spinners who sing, like, I'll be around. Oh, oh wait. No, Nick. Goodness. I thought of a way for I, I thought of a way for Nick to know who the spinners are. In Gar- No. When they introduced Guardians of the Galaxy in Avengers 3, Infinity War... They're playing Rubber Band Man, 
and they're all like singing it in the camera. Oh yeah, Rubber Band Man, like Ti's song. N- no, no. <laughs> so Ti should be in the Hall of Fame. Am I old enough for this podcast? <laughs> You're older than both of us. That's the sad part. And they go from person to person, and they're like, "Rubber yeah. Band Man." So yeah, that's, the spinners. that's the spinners. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. No, I do remember that song. Thank you for making a reference that I could understand. I planned the podcast so you would understand. You have so many notes. I Thank you. You hear that, everyone? I take notes and then I still get things wrong. I used to do a podcast and I would just fire up the microphone and start talking. No, we're uh, old souls. I write down all my notes with a quill. Speedy. <laughs> he has so many notes. I believe I'm so mad it. that you're here reading my notes. I, I have I known him this. for many years. This does not surprise me. Speedy, there are links and bullet points <laughs> and headers and paragraphs. And you, so many you have notes. to go to work to do the the anchoring sports. I'm crying. Thing. And I we haven't gotten to Wednesday yet. This is gonna suck. Okay. Very quickly, my suck. two other categories. <laughs> two other categories. People who are in Stranger Things. Kate Bush. Okay, who deserves to be in there? And then uh, bands I have no opinion on because they're not in my genre that I like, but I'm pretty sure that they're important in theirs. And, and that's these are Iron the official Maiden. headings on the press release, right? Yeah. Bands that, that Danny doesn't on... care about because blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. I took the notes because <laughs> I, I take all the notes. <laughs> Iron Maiden, Joy Division, and Soundgarden. We have to rush through now. What? Oh, Hold my on. goodness. Well, I mean, I do care about some of them. Soundgarden, I care. Iron Maiden, I want to care more, you know? Yeah. So I texted my friend who has a mohawk. <laughs> um, I'm sorry I laughed that loud. I'm so old. I'm like, people have mohawks? <laughs> well, because he grew up liking like those like metal bands. And I was like, I was like, hey, his name's Shannon. I was like, Shannon, like, is Iron Maiden good? Should they be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. And then he was like, they should be in it already. They were huge. Part of the new wave of British heavy metal. They and Judas Priest influenced every band after. Now, that's interesting because Ooh. Dolly Parton just got in, so now Willie Nelson should get in. And then Judas Priest got in last year, so now it's like <gasps> now Iron Maiden can get in. So they're doing these like makeup things one year at a time. Wow. And then he said a great song by them, if you want to check it out, is called 666, The Number of the Beast. Oh, Nick oh. has talked. It's a good song. Nick has takes. I agree. This I am is a not discriminatory in genres. It's a great song. Yes, Speedy. Yes. She gets it. Yes, I, I only know good. like... That's their other song. I think it was in Guitar Hero or Rock Band. Yeah, several of their songs were in Guitar Hero. Because they're pretty famous. Okay, they can go in. Um, okay, last thing, then we'll get to Wednesday. Uh, so they're doing a fan vote, which we mentioned, and the top five somehow can like get in easier or something. Hmm. I don't know. Here are the results. So if you're wondering if the Kate Bush thing has anything to do with fans, when again, we think she should be in there, but how is that going for them? Uh, she's not in the top five right now. Right now, the top really? five vote getters. Number one is George Michael. He has okay. eighty-seven thousand votes. Eighty-six thousand of them are from Nick directly. Yes, oh, I was yeah. gonna say. I think we cracked the case on this one. You just leather pants. That's all it takes. That's all it takes to gotta get. have faith, Danny. Faith, faith, faith. Let me be your father figure. Cindy Lauper, number two, at eighty-four thousand. Then a big dip to Soundgarden. I think. Like, Soundgarden, obviously, is very important in grunge. Like, they didn't have, like, a huge, like, peak in mainstream music, but, like, their lead singer is one of the greatest singers of the last 40 years. He yeah. died, like, two years ago, and, you know, I think they'll definitely get in. And then Willie Nelson, number four. So the oh, fans good. are like, that's it. The guy is 89. 
We're getting him in there. This is ridiculous. Come on. Good. And then Iron Maiden, number five. Kate okay. Bush is, I think, 10th. So come on, young people. Get your favorite modern singer in there. Yeah. Contemporary. Get your favorite modern uh, old contemporary singer in there. Yes. Yes. You're, thank you. <laughs> Who we love and think she should be in there. She's very influential. Yes. And I right, hope that the young we people... Uh, listen to more than just running up that hill because her other songs. Yes, we are specifically recommend her song "Wuthering Heights." <laughs> the song "Wuthering Heights" or "Babushka." You're welcome. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and uh, the wedding list is also amazing. For those who do not know, look it up. Oh my God! Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. Well, I we don't have enough time. I wanted to get to Smokey Robinson having a new album called "Gasms" coming out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I cackled. I think he's 82. Good for him. And like him. The, the, the the track list is like it's it's bad. Hold on, let me let me read it to you. Is it in true Hugh Hefner fashion? I will not relinquish <laughs> my sexuality as a senior citizen. The album. He it's uh gasms and then the other songs are called How You Make Me Feel, I Want to Know Your Body, You Fill Me Up. I think I'm there's sorry. a song. There's a song called "I Fit in There." No, I sorry, read. I, there can't oh God! Be. No, I did not make no. that up. Hold, on. hold on. I did not make that up. There is. Yeah, hold on. Are you are you googling it? I'm telling you. Oh, he has his new. But we can't. I don't have time to talk about it. But he has a new album coming out. I met him one time and he was very nice to me. Everybody, please support him. And did he wish album, you a happy Chinook? Gasms. Hold on. Click click on Gasms. There you go. Okay, you have the track list now. Is there a song? Yes, called? track nine. I fit in there. Oh, it's the last song. That's the big closer. Wow. I feel gross looking at this. Guys, just let him express himself, okay? You you try being in your eighties. You know, you still you still feel things. That doesn't go away. Yeah, you're gonna feel exactly as you do now, just a little bit creakier and crustier. But he still thinks about it. Just, yeah. It, it's harder to get it done. He's supposed Don't to just it. completely get rid of his, his personhood and his, his pride because he's an old man? I think it's No, great. we, <laughs> as old souls, we stand with Smokey Robinson. Yes. You, in your 80s, release your album called Gasms, as gross as that sounds, because you're allowed to feel that way. You can stand with Smokey Robinson all you want, but you're in the splash zone, brother. I'm going to edit out this entire section of the podcast. <laughs> I'm editing out the entire section. Oh. He's gonna edit out, edit out all of my contributions to the podcast. That's right. You'll never know he was actually. I won't. I won't actually be on the podcast. <laughs> um, we need a palate cleanser to get to Wednesday. Now this is so weird. So I'm gonna read somebody. Uh, somebody. This is on the internet. What's that thing? Is it Chat? P. Jet. Chat P G P T or something. Like that. What's it called, Speedy? Chat G P T. The thing that thought. The AI. The thing. AI generator thing. Yes, it's something like what you said. I don't know what it's You're called. asking Speedy, a notoriously old person, to give you an update <laughs> on AI. Well, anyway, someone typed in the chat GPT. Uh, can you rewrite the lyrics of It's the End of the World as We Know It and I Feel Fine, but make it about types of cheese? Wonderful. And now I'm going to read to you what it cranked out, but I'm going to sing it. And then that'll get us to Wednesday in a less creepy way. Okay. It's the end of cheese as we know it. 
And Genius. I feel fine. End of cheese, yeah. <laughs> Eight types line up straight and tall. Gouda, cheddar, Swiss and all, feta, cheese and brie. Blue and red, K Ford, also glee. A's, cheddar, grana, padano. These cheeses make a perfect combo. It's the end of cheese as we know it. <laughs> and I feel fine. There Leonard is no Bernstein. longer a need for human creativity or ingenuity. <laughs> AI has it covered. Danny, that ruined cheese and music <laughs> and art for me. I didn't come up with it. I just wanted to read it. I eat them all till I can't stand. Chopped, creamy, salty, and blend. Oh, there's the more. Flavor. Oh, so grand. I'll savor every bite with my hand. What does that mean? <laughs> How do you savor a bite with your hand? Ask Smokey Robinson. <laughs> oh, this is supposed no. to be a palate cleanser. <laughs> My palate is so not clean. It's the end of cheese Jeez. as we know it. And I feel, feel fine. fine. One more verse for you. Oh, Thank for you. the love of no God. Don't worry, no need to fear. I'll always have my cheese so near. <laughs> from, a good, from, a, from a grilled cheese to a charcuterie, my love for cheese will always be. It's the end of cheese as we know it. And I feel fine. You um, know what? Uh, I'm actually impressed that the AI understands that charcuterie often involves cheese. That's a little advanced for a robot, I would say. That's how does this thing work? I don't know. Is there just like a category in the robot brain called cheese? Anything that could involve cheese right. is in there. Stores in there. Right, and it roughly understood that the song operates as a list, and so it spit generated what was in its cheese list. If it inserted Leonard Bernstein into the list, like the actual song goes, Leonard Bernstein, I, I'd be done. I would be done. I couldn't handle that. I also think uh, Speedy saying that's a little advanced for a robot is the tipping point for society falling to the machines. Cheese? <laughs> no, just that phrase. That's a little advanced for a robot. We're trying to dumb down our robots. That's where we're at. We want robots to regress now. Yes, As Harvard or MIT makes dogs that can do backflips synchronized. Okay, oh, let's get to Wednesday. Dude, this is so sorry. unrelated. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But just because the last thing you said about dogs, I recently heard a story that the CIA uh, trained a cat to be like a spy cat. And then on its first mission, it got hit by a car. They spent like a million dollars training this cat. And then whoop. Well, that settles it. Speedy is Wednesday. That sucked. Let's go back to Smokey Robinson. I'm yeah. sad now. So Speedy is Wednesday. She thought that was a good story. She I was did. like, everyone will love this story. It's a great it's a great party. I mean, it's. I guess that's a great way to go into Wednesday because now I'm sad. That's No, that's what I'm saying. Speedy, clearly she said at the beginning of the podcast that she is secretly Wednesday. And yeah. I was like, Speedy, you're a really nice person. You're not that demonic. And now she's like, guys, you know what was great? Dead cat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, here's a dead cat. Isn't that Isn't funny? Great? They spent millions of dollars. Isn't that funny? They're like, Whoa, Speedy, what is gonna wrong be a spy with you? Cat. Speedy, what is wrong with what you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> it is the end of cheese as we know it. <laughs> Gouda Brie, have a charcuterie. No, you're done. I'm mad at you M- now. Mute her. Uh, can I? <laughs> Wait, box? Danny, you're going to have to cut out Nick from this podcast and me from this podcast. It's going to be you talking <laughs> to no one. It's just going to be you. Me being like, is anyone... 
heard this cheese song. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. to that cat. I'm really sorry. That's horrible. I think that's the title of the podcast. Has anyone heard this, this cheese, cheese song? song. <laughs> and I feel fine in parentheses. So uh, we watched Wednesday. Uh, I watched the first episode and was and my fiance Tina was like, uh, this is a bad CW show. You're on your own. <gasps> and then wow. if your spouse doesn't want to watch something with you, it's a lot harder to get through it because you have to find time on your own. But then Nick kept saying, you have to watch. You have to watch it. So I was like, Speedy, I'm going to watch it. Can you just watch it too? We'll podcast about it because this is about an old TV show. That's pretty old soul oriented. And then Speedy was like, I can't. So Speedy, why don't you, even though Nick and I liked it, why don't you tell us why you couldn't get through it? Ooh. I have many reasons, starting with, I must say, I really agree with Tina, and I'm excited to hang out with her in person and meet her and know my wedding. Because it it is a a bad CW show in its style and its campy way, and I have no problem with camp. Let me first establish this. I'm a big fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is nothing but... That's what I was saying. It's like, Speedy, you're going to like the show because you like Buffy. Right, but but no, and Buffy, even though it was chock full of zingers, I don't know if it's a difference in just the writing style or the acting, maybe the combination of the two. It all fit the tone of the show, and it was fun, and I bought it when it was on Buffy. But for some reason... You were just younger. The, what was that? You were just younger. That's it. Th- this is a component, too, yeah. But I don't I think know, you, but... you were just younger, and you thought it was cool. I guess, but... That does not change my feelings on Wednesday, though. Like, the writing (laughs) just does not suit the characters. So many characters say things that you can tell they're just vomiting up that came from a writer trying to be clever. And I don't Tell everyone your least favorite line. Tell everyone your least favorite line. Oh, God. (laughs) I I also gagged. Yes, in the very first episode... Someone looks at Wednesday Adams and they go, you're in black and white, like a living Instagram filter. Ugh, go to hell. Go to (laughs) hell, sir. Get out of my sight. And then later, they're doing this fencing battle that I care nothing for, because I don't care about your school rival. And then she's like, let's see if you bleed in black and white. And the rhythm is bad. She wouldn't have said it. It was gross. It made me very upset. Even Wednesday herself, she's got a good look to her. Cool. But does she really embody the, the vibes, the true dark brooding vibes of Wednesday Adams? No. No. She doesn't. I'm very upset. No. I'm sorry. And I'm going to keep going. You guys are quiet. I'm just going to keep ranting. Here I go. <laughs> I stomached the second episode. I said, you know what? Danny said, give it a chance. I'm going to keep going. You know what? The only, the clever lines that they wrote themselves were not good at all. Inspirational line only, the most interesting plants grow in the shade. What does that even mean? That's not wise. (laughs) What does that even mean? No. But then the only line that even attempts to be funny is a complete ripoff from Dumb and Dumber. One of the most famous lines from that movie is when the lady tells Jim Carrey that there's a one in a million chance of them ever getting together. And Jim Carrey goes, so you're saying there's a chance. And then they steal it on this stupid beekeeper scene. And that character is just a stupid nerd trope, even in this outcast school. And he steals 
the famous Dumb and Dumber line. There, this is the lowest quality CW crap I have seen in a long time. And it's association with one of the most famous and iconic series, The Addams Family, makes me want to gag. So what did you guys think of the show? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> My favorite line of the show comes from the second episode when I wrote it down. The sheriff is like, are you sure this monster wasn't a bear? And then Wednesday says, I've hibernated with grizzlies. I know the difference. <laughs> it's so funny, Speedy. She's had a dark, weird life. She slept with grizzlies. Isn't that great? Every line she says is a zinger. She has no real character or personality. So that line was better because than Because you others, watched two I episodes. <laughs> You watched two episodes. She watched Breaking Bad and thought it was a movie about a teacher and was like, no, nah, I'm out. I'm out after episode two. Yeah. yeah. No, too much teaching in this show. Not enough meth. Here's the thing, Speedy. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Come at me. I'm Your ready for critical a fight. nature of sort of like breaking down how um, the show feels staged, I guess, or, or overly produced and that the yes. acting wasn't good at times. I would actually agree with you, especially in the first episode. I was even sort of on the brink of, I don't know that this is for me. But I think as you go through the the season, for one, the character development is really good. So by the end of the show, you really care for a lot of these people, as weird as some of the acting performances are. I also think that um, not everything is meant to be peeled through with like a fine tooth comb. I think the entertainment value for this series is very high. The writing is witty. If you let it sort of just wash over you. And I think, um, is it Jenna Ortega is her name? Her performance carries the show. Yes. I think more than anything, her ability to, um, take the Wednesday character and push it into like this new format and new age is what makes the show special. It's kind of like John wick. I don't think John wick would be as good if you had like uh, Jason Statham playing John wick. I think it's, it's gotta be Keanu Reeves in this case, the show only works because of her. Yeah. Like outside of like Catherine Zeta Jones and Louise Guzman or like um, Fred Armisen when they pop up, like oh, yeah. it really is Jenna Ortega and everybody else. Like she is character ca- carrying the show. Cause she has it down so well and she's in like scream and stuff so like she's like a person who's in scary movies so she has that feeling to her and her zingers are funny not all the time sometimes like when she's like she's what she say? she's like dead people famously don't get back to you on calls or something yeah and on like some of the performances are bad like don't 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 say it don't call out children Okay, you can. So, some of the performances are bad. <laughs> I'm not going to call out anyone in particular, but like, I it, for me, it doesn't. Their poor performance doesn't take away from the show as a whole. But I could see why it would for you, Speedy. I'm not. I'm not criticizing your criticisms. I'm just. <laughs> I'm criticizing your criticisms. <laughs> oh, thank um, you. And I and I agree with your points about John Wick and and so forth completely. That has to be him. I, I wish that I liked her more by this point, I think is what's discouraging me. Because I, I do get the sense that she carries the show. And she's feeling flat to me. But not in a Wednesday Adams flat. Because she's supposed to be flat in a certain way. I, I actually don't like her performance that much. And I know everybody loves it. So I just, so I've, I've been looking into this. Because I, I feel like 
we've all just like decided what Wednesday Adams is like. Yeah. But in reality, she's really all just like a part of Halloween in our imaginations and like the zeitgeist. But like, okay. So it started as a comic strip in the 30s. She didn't have a name. She didn't get, they didn't get names until the show came out in the 60s. That lasted two seasons. It wasn't this like crazy long successful show. It had two seasons on ABC. Then there were like various like cartoon like Scooby-Doo appearances or like there was like a special in the 70s. And then it really came back in full force with the movie in the 90s. They made two movies in the 90s that were like pretty successful. And it's like Christina Ricci, who is now in this show. And she does like the monotone Wednesday thing. But like really like it hasn't really materialized that many times in a live action way. We've all just kind of like we all feel like we know who Wednesday Adams is. So I think it's just like her against like 80 years of history. But um, yeah, she makes it fun because she does a cool dance. So isn't that exciting? <laughs> the, the dance. Nick, Nick was like shocked because have you seen the dance baby i have seen the clip of the dance yes yes I okay have. i didn't know about it i didn't know that lady gaga had done it that she did it on jimmy fallon and that everyone on tiktok had done it and that this show uh i looked it up was the i think third most streamed original show of 2022 period and that it had over a billion netflix hits in a month and it like shattered records wow. i just know that nick told me to see it so then i got to the dance scene and I was like, wait, this is so great. I should tell people about this. Like, this is really funny. She does some really funny moves. Why aren't people talking about this? This is this is good, guys. And then Nick said, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so, Speedy, I have a question for you. Sure. If the general population is all unanim- unanimously chanting the praises of, like, a show... Does that make you more inclined or less inclined to like it? Welcome to If You're an Old Soul. The podcast are people who always don't like something when it comes out. Yes. I, I feel that you have known me for about five seconds and you have instantly seen through me. The fact that everybody is singing its praises immediately made me throw up my guards and go, I bet it's not that good. <laughs> I'm a miser. Yes. I'm an absolute miser. And so pairing pairing that with also what you just said, Danny, I think was a great point, is that this show is up against years and years of history and all of our preconceived notions about what Wednesday is supposed to be. And I am a miser. So I have a really strong idea in my head of how she should be. And if it's not matching whatever that is, I'm instantly upset. I am a grumbly old man. So, yeah, no one listened to me. I, I'm, I'm just no I think that's a great point though like <laughs> I had very very limited Wednesday Adams experience going into the show so I was basically a blank slate and I could go into the show and just appreciate it for the piece of entertainment that it was yeah but if it was if it took something that I actually cared about and then did it in a way that I wasn't cool with yeah I would I wouldn't care what anyone else said I would say it was terrible yeah yeah and that's that's so we like... agree so, yeah, so we do agree at the end of the day. And it was good. <laughs> and it was good. Okay. Um, I just wanted to get through, because we're the old soul show, the old soul aspects of this show. Uh, Wednesday, as a person, is in 1940s old soul. Like In this movie, or in the show, she only types with a typewriter. She's writing a book in a typewriter. She yes. is like a phonograph, like a record player. 
She plays Paint It Black and Fleetwood Mac on the cello. Excellent. She just like, she's made to be our friend, which is why I think the big twist of season two is that it's actually speedy <laughs> all along. You demonic cat hating sociopath. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, just in that she generally rejects technology, you know? Right. These are all yes. things that I really appreciate in her character. I think she has it right. And all of her criticisms of how normal people are living, I have agreed with so far. I really have. Actually, Chidi, in the last episode of Wednesday, Xavier, <laughs> um, who might be her future lover and possibly her former lover, uh, gives her an iPhone as a parting gift. And says, Spoiler alert. Welcome to the 21st century. So, uh, spoiler alert, but it seems that uh, she's starting to grow as a character, and you should too, murderer. Also, Speedy, she doesn't just reject technology, she rejects everything. That's right. She's Wednesday Adams. And she can dance. (laughs) Like a. She said that she came up with the, the dance by studying, like, early 80s goth dances and clubs. So. I think if you haven't watched Wednesday yet and now you're trying to decide whether or not you want to, you should go into the show wanting to just have fun. Like, don't don't get out a pen and paper and start writing a think piece about Wednesday. I don't think that's constructive. I think if you want to write think pieces, go watch the third episode of uh, The Last of Us. That was a like a Oscar-winning type of look into the... I don't know, inner workings of human interaction and relationship and love and zombies. But with Wednesday, grab a bowl of popcorn, grab your favorite soda pop, sit down on the couch and just like laugh and like have a good time. Cause I think that's what it's there for. Yes. And there are many funny zingers you can laugh at. Like uh, when Tyler says, you must think I'm weird. I'm stalking my dad. And she says, no, I constantly stalk my parents. Isn't that great, Speedy? Isn't that so funny that she says that? It's all right. Or when Gomez Gomez says, look at you, my little death trap. Isn't that funny? I didn't believe him when he said it. Keep going. I didn't. Uh, She Uh. says, sometimes, this is where she gets you. you. You think she's coming around and being a human being, and then boom. She goes, sometimes I act like I don't care if people like me. Deep down, I secretly enjoy it. See, you'd think she's going to say she is tired of being alone, but she actually loves it. Isn't that funny, Speedy? Mm-hmm. Speedy. Well, see, here, here's, Speedy. The pro- here's the Speedy. problem. The definition of comedy is having your expectations subverted. Can it be funny if that's what you were expecting her to say? God damn it. And I know it was supposed to be a subversion, but it wasn't because it is a C. W level show and you knew they were gonna do that little flipperoo on you. I'm a miser. No, the definition of comedy is things that make you laugh, like a whoopee cushion or slapping Danny. Yeah, fart speedy or fart <laughs> speedy. Hey, also, I, I like the three say, stooges. Uh, what do you want from me? See? See? That's that's a problem. She didn't slip on a banana peel enough. She didn't Not enough slapstick. That's the real criticism here. <laughs> uh Nick, do you have to go to work now? How much how much time do you have? Like eight minutes. Okay, eight minutes. Um, I want to say rest in peace to Lisa Loring, who played her originally in the TV show. She just died last week, so may she rest in peace. She did have an iconic dancing moment in that show, so that's kind of fun. But now there's a new iconic dance with Wednesday. Wow, and I'm um, glad also, that she got to see f- this show be successful. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, her legend lives on, so people like yeet. No. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> random facts I read online that are hopefully true. Uh, Tim Burton, who obviously created the show, would not let Jen, Jenna Ortega blink when they were filming, so they had to constantly restart so, so that she wouldn't uh, have tears in her eyes because she wasn't allowed to blink. And now Nick is staring. Nick, this is an audio medium. You cannot just stare at me like that. <laughs> My eyes hurt. You try not to blink? How long can you last? I don't know. Non-blinking content? Oh, I blinked. I blinked. I saw it. Check the tape. <laughs> so that was interesting. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, that, that that thing is attached to a person in a blue suit and then keying him out, and it's just a, a hand that he's controlling. Oh, I was aware Wait, of that, actually. You yes. did? How did you think they did thing? I just thought it was CGI. I don't know. They just do CGI stuff. You know? They're... Very obviously a real hand. How am I... No, it's not. It's floating. <laughs> it's not attached to anything. It's separate. Very obviously a real hand doing... And what? And, and the guy just being keyed out? No, it's just a hand. How are you not understanding this? Thing is just a hand. No, it's not. Thing is on a dude named Victor Duron Durabantu. Well, it was before it became Thing. Right, but when they're filming it, it's a guy <laughs> in a blue suit. Filming what? And then his hand, I think... Right. And they're filming the television show Wednesday. And then they're keying out blue so that that was just the hand that's coming up. And that's why it looks so good. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the real thing, like the actual hand. No, thing is a hand. <laughs> I don't know why I had to look. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm having a moment. Him on? Oh. He has Danny, to leave her. You are we, nothing but a translator the... today. Sports translator, the... old soul Any translator. TV and film production translator. You're doing fine work. I'm not even translating anything. He's just messing with me. I have all these <laughs> notes. But Nick, I have four pages of notes that I took for this podcast. I'm not getting to any of my questions because he's just messing with me. Okay, let's get to my other questions I wrote down. He has so many notes. Uh, comparisons, guys. Uh was this movie more Hocus Pocus or Harry Potter? It's a TV show. Damn it. Okay. Was Guys, let's do comparisons, huh, guys? Okay. <laughs> what about this? Was this TV show more Hocus Pocus or Harry Potter? Because you have, like, the low-budget Hogwarts thing. They have the kayaking, canoeing race where they have, like, four different schools all of a sudden, which I never said, but they're all different colors. Uh, but then there's also this whole – and Speedy, you can get to this, so spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, the bad guy in the television show is an evil pilgrim that comes back and hates all the witches. So uh, that's pretty hocus pocusy. So uh, what, what do you guys? Mainly Nick, because you didn't watch Speedy, but you can you can say something. But what do you guys think? Oh well, before Nick gets into Go ahead, it, because he's going to have more opinions and information. I'm just going to say that I had written in my phone that this is a Hogwarts ripoff, and I'm glad that the young people have their version of Hogwarts to escape into because that's wonderful, and I loved having Hogwarts. But castle that looks like Hogwarts paintings uh, portraits all over the wall she opens the chamber yeah. of secrets when she snaps or whatever and was that, that was an clearly homage, by the way i'm sorry uh, was that this was that an homage the that, snap snap thing it absolutely was yes okay um, i bet you hated that i did right and then that was knock off goblet of fire they're competing for a cup and they've got four houses Hogwarts rip off all the way. Anyway, hello, Nick. You were going to say things, and I talked over you because I'm so mad. No. I wanted, you to, I wanted you to go first anyway, and I <laughs> honestly, no notes for you. It's definitely a Hogwarts ripoff. The, the Pilgrim thing, although uh, Hocus Pocus parallel, I think was more an attempt to 
be deeper, Tim Burton, and say, like, we all are outcasts and being... (laughs) Uh, negative towards people who don't fit in your box of what people should be like is bad. Nick, speaking of that, I do have one question. So <laughs> why is it that the bad guy, Joseph Crackstone, uh, his, his goal is to kill all the people with powers, but then he comes back and he has magical powers? Well, he doesn't care about the powers. He cares that they're outcasts. Right. Anyway, since we only have two minutes left because Nick has to go to work, other questions? Look out now. I wanted to ask you guys about Wednesday. Um, well, now it's like it has to be like a final question now. I just... Speedy, you haven't gotten this. She's wrong like the whole time. Like she accuses multiple people of of being guilty. No, no that's, but that's just... Yes, but that's a narrative device. They're trying to keep you, the viewer, from like yes. guessing. It's like playing Clue. But she gets Xavier arrested, and then she completely, like, destroys the therapist lady, only for her to die. Yeah, she does. Wrong a lot in this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm i just trying to defend her. I would like her not to be wrong sometimes, you know? You know, like, I'm trying to tell Speedy that she's really good. At but if she figured it out, like, in the second episode, then Speedy would have watched the whole show. <sighs> Speedy, what would it have taken for you to finish the show? Uh, Don't say quality. Xanax. I mean, that's the answer, though. <laughs> I, I would say if they didn't fix anything but the writing and making sure that the, their, their zinger, zingy dialogue actually matched the characters that were, that were saying it, that would be such a huge improvement to me. That would give me some hope. It's yes. not about any character. Just focus on Wednesday. She's great. She has a dark past. <laughs> Isn't that cool? This, this lady. All right. Uh, Nick has to go to work. Speedy, since you didn't like Wednesday and your viewing calendar is wide open, I suggest you watch Shrinking on Apple TV+. Shrinking? Okay. It's about it, is going this to see the Harrison Ford No, thing? Danny. Don't tell her anything about it. It's called Shrinking. It could be about shrinking, like getting small. It's not. <laughs> It's about something you and I already do, which is go to therapists. Okay. <laughs> Real groundbreaking for us. Groundbreaking. This is the Harrison Ford show? Is that? Yes. yes. I've seen Jason billboards Siegel. because I live in Los Angeles and we have yeah, billboards to for tell television. <laughs> Listen, I don't know much about you, Speedy, but I know you don't know Hollywood like I know Hollywood. Yeah. He's born and raised in Colorado, Hollywood of the West, Midwest, of east west. of the West. East of the West. The uh, east of, of the Rockies. Dab of the, in the Rockies. center of the country. It could not be more centrally located in the continental U.S. Well, it could if it was Kansas. Dun, dun, dun. All right, can we just all have like a synonymous snap to get out of this podcast? Like the... Ba-da-da-da. Speedy, it's a snap. Ba-da-da-da. All right, good work, everybody. <laughs> this thing was so ooky.